3: Hey guys, before we start this week's episode, I want to throw out a disclaimer that there were jokes made regarding the coronavirus. This episode was pre-recorded before shit hit the fucking fan. So we do just want to sit here and say that we are, um, as a Horrible Decisions team, still taking this serious. Um, and we hope that everyone out there stays safe. And so, whether you're working from home or not able to leave your residence, we do hope that you and your family are safe and enjoy the episodes of horrible decisions that we are still going to be giving you. So, if you are a patron, you will still get your bonus episodes and a little virus ain't going to stop us from recording. So, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Now, let's get on with the show. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. This is your girl, Mandy B, aka Full Court Pumps, aka Pet the Stallion, aka That Bitch. And I am joined by, of course, Corona Beer.
2: I have been drinking Hello Corona because it's actually on sale. Of course it is. At the bodega by my apartment. Of course it is. And it just, beer makes me burp like crazy. But, um, anyway, I, uh, I'm really tired of this Corona hysteria. I do want to indulge in the cheap flights. Found the lit joint to fucking Amsterdam for one ninety nine, and it was on Delta. But it's just kind of rainy right now there. But like Italy, I was about to buy a flight that morning, and then they yeah, locked down. The they're whole locked country.
3: down. Um, I, I don't know. I don't see too many flight deals by the time I'm like, okay, well, I need a bag, so I'm not gonna get this shit with no with no luggage. Then I. I'm just so spoiled now that oh, I, I want to make Norwegian and all those. Yeah. I, I will. I won't fly anything else. Like right now I'm only flying Delta, um, but I did get a lit deal. I'm going to go to Hawaii, which I've never been to. So I'm excited. Um, I got a long flight. Well, no, I'm going you're breaking I, it up. No, I'm going after LA. So it's from LA. Oh, okay. Um, so
2: yeah, that's, you're breaking it up. Yeah. So it's way. like,
3: it was only like one forty one way. And then I used miles to come home. So I got the whole trip for less than $200. Um, that's a good idea. So I'm excited to do that. Um, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm honestly fucking pooped out of fucking traveling with the tour. Like, I'm just like, even, even this week, I'm like, okay, I have a few days. Let me tell this nigga he could fly me out now. And I'm just like, honestly, I don't want to get on a flight. I'm fucking tired of uh, traveling. I, actually. I'm sick of it. And um, I mean, I'm not really worried as far as the coronavirus. I know a lot of people are, are super worried, but I mean, we're black. So Yo, we're, we're fine. We're they, not gonna get it. They just
2: talked about how the first case in Africa was someone who in Egypt, however, the person was German. Of course, and then someone says, "So we still a zero?
3: We still is zero So well, like well, everyone, I mean, that's fine. We can knock on whatever, but I think it's just something in our like DNA. We not gonna catch the corona, so we
2: might get half sick.
3: Nah, bitch, we gonna catch the red stripe whenever that comes out. But you know, maybe the Guinness, oh, but the corona, clever.
2: no. Ooh. You know, ooh, boy,
3: where oh where is my drum roll to the do <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh i do want to talk about the show that we just
3: had oh no i honestly i well you know, we're gonna I, talk about it i'm not gonna lie i literally put like just how niggas ate shit for my ketchup but yeah orlando listen y'all oh no let's listen. talk about it oh so, my god y'all. it was a lovely day in central florida <sighs> our hometown
2: might i add is orlando which can we can also wait, just add uh, in that well i actually expected something like this to happen where I'm from because in no other city in my life have I ever gotten in a fight. No, maybe Miami. Um been to jail. Um felt unsafe in spaces, right? right? Like more than I have in Orlando.
3: And I and maybe it has something to do with just By the way, before we start, a lot of y'all I guess because we've been talking about New York so much I mean, if y'all haven't gone back to the beginning episodes, we used to talk about Orlando a lot. Oh, people didn't know that we yeah, were from there. Yeah, there were so many people that were like, wait, hometown. Like, yes, we are from fucking Orlando. Fosun, Choppa City, Brah Brah, Brah.
2: Well, I'm not really claiming that place anymore, but I would like to give a shout-out to <laughs>
3: Duval.
2: Motherfucking, if y'all don't know what Duval is, little Duval, you probably hear that name. Duval is the county um that is prominent of uh the black people of Jacksonville, Jacksonville Um, A lot of Tampa and Miami in the building. Shout-out to the girls on my flight that was going to the show. So let's get back to this place. <laughs> it has been said that Orlando is a city full of... Haters, which I don't really like to say because I've always felt like I was shown love um, but I think small town cities generally don't it's always hard for people to prosper, like whether it be rappers, it's hard for them to support mm-hmm. their own city, and not that that's necessarily the situation that happened, but I had that feeling just weighing on me all day, and it was hard to get rid of. I do want to give a shout out to Posh, who um made a comment to scissors that came. She said she came because she wanted to learn and she wanted to grow. Right. And I always appreciate when other podcasters can say that and openly, you know just acknowledge that there's a maybe a blueprint for them in something someone else is doing. Maybe I can see what you're doing and emulate it to work for me or take just notes because I well, can not Well, not
3: only that, I think, um and, and this is going to be just a, a quick detour um, before we get back into the show. Um, we do have a lot of podcasters that not only reach out to us, that listen to us. And I know that even prior to you and I starting live shows, we went to the Brilliant Idiots Live. We went to, you know, I went to friends, like we, we just went to people who were doing live shows and it wasn't is prominent now, but we do go about the show in the same outline, but we make it interactive and we make it to where you don't feel like you're just coming to hear people talk.
2: One live show that we went to together recently was Lip Service. And I remember thinking, I've always felt like Lip Service shows so much love. And I mean, I know Angela talked about how we were one of her favorite podcasts. Yeah, I was just on there. And she's always been great. And I feel like everyone else... Likes to cause riff, like oh well, they don't do it anymore. But it was so nice to watch that live show and be like, wow, this is a really different sex show. Yeah, like yeah, it is totally different.
3: But they have celebrities.
2: I, I know, I, but like their I, I think, I think that different. Like their mission is different. they the girls are different. Like Stephanie and Gigi, to me, always remind me of like party girlfriends that you always want to have, like everyone needs one of them. Right. You know, in their lives and they bring that energy and they're dope. And I I just think there is a lot to learn from other podcasts. But um, anyway, so back to what happened in Orlando. So I'm on stage (laughs) and I I do want to say that I've had a lot of feelings and rethinking how I want to work through this game, but we play games and we do different things that involve people. Our show is probably one of the most interactive um, pod, Live podcast that you'll go to I think Andrew Schultz said he feels like we've gamified it And that's what makes it so interesting from start to finish Um, I don't necessarily feel like it's gamified But I do think there's so many moments Where you don't feel bored watching someone Because you can be included So um, one of the games we play We allow people to quote unquote Win our love in an essence um, By coming up and doing things with us And some of it requires touching Doesn't have to But we allow those people that are on stage to touch us Some bitch was drunk the whole motherfucking night and really, 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 really loud. And I've noticed this happening in improvs so much so that at the Houston show, I actually went up to a security guard and said, I need this dude to just quiet down. And I don't feel like people should be kicked out for being loud because if you're getting excited,
3: that means I'm doing a good job. And I'm not going to lie too. I also prefer the venues that allow our guests to drink and eat and it becomes like a, a thing. And I mean, not everyone can control their liquor and we're not here to control. I don't think anyone.
2: that has to do with controlling liquor because I've been wasted and never jumped on stage of anything. So I don't want to um, give her that much credit, but I will say that people that get to, there's an entitlement that some people have. Um, and to me, when you don't have any kind of social cues, like how could you have thought that that was okay? So here's what happens, whatever. So I'm on stage, uh, me and Mandy switch back and forth from so doing the game from city to city and this time it was mine and here's basically what happened when I replay it and I talked about some of you guys, with, you know, through this on Twitter but um, – so the guy that was doing the position on me wasn't as good, right? Yeah. But he was very nervous. So everybody was kind of like, oh, come on. Well, also the on. problem
3: was he put you in an oral position. It was supposed to be a penetrative position. Right. So it, it was just a But, I, but still he yeah.
2: didn't know. And it was like more so what position would make her wet. So right, that right, was the right. one he thought of. Um, And I think it was maybe on us for not saying penetrative,
3: which I did after. When but, he, we, but we haven't had to say that all tour. So it was just how he interpreted the, the game.
2: Um, So he puts me down on the floor and it got awkward. And everybody was kind of like, huh? So... I'm turning around to get up, so I, I'm on my back, and I use my hand to turn and get on my knees, and immediately, I feel someone grab my hair, a a hard grip, and, like, jerking me and, like, fucking me from the back. Now, what's funny is, because it was so fast, I thought it was you saying, nah, this is what you're supposed to do. But then... Girl, I was stuck behind the contestants. The I couldn't The stage feel. was so small. I was on... Mind you, corner. I couldn't see anything. I just couldn't imagine it being someone that jumped from the crowd. But then I also thought in that moment, like, why would Mandy grab my hair? But I'm... Yeah, I was on the other side of the stage. So when I finally, like, pushed her off me, or I don't even remember how it happened. I, w- I can't wait to see the
3: video. I look... And I have was- the the video. Nigel sent it. He caught the whole thing on tape. I, I'll forward it to the horrible sentence. She happened this what? morning. She just jumped... You'll see it. I'll send it to you. So
2: basically, the girl jumps, and I'm like, what the fuck? And what did I say? Now nah, you gotta go? I don't
3: remember. No, you were like, you cute, but no. <laughs> like no and then yeah then so
2: bam that happened so the girl jumps on me and I guess if you're watching it you can't really understand what's happening so my mom is always on high alert when I'm in Orlando because like I said those are the my most ratchet fucking moments of life so when the girl jumps on me my mom assumes it's not a playful thing she thought it was a fighting thing so my mom rushes to the stage to curse this girl out telling her to get the fuck back Blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, my God, Mom, please calm down. Please calm down. I can't remember what Mandy was doing, but I'm actually excited to watch the video now. So all I remember is my mom chills out. Someone's moving the girl out. And then I heard the word bitch. For some reason, it registered a different way to me. It could have been someone at the table saying, yeah, get that bitch out of here or whatever. Right. But I thought it was the girl talking to my mother. So what do I do? Fucking... I almost took my shoes off.
3: That... That and that... uh, That's... Okay. Go ahead. Continue the story. That was the part where as... As... Us being on stage and us having to put on a show, like, that put you in you don't know how many people she was with. So if you jumped off stage, yeah, it's in defense of your mom, but not knowing how many people she had, you put yourself possibly at more harms to get jumped into the audience. Like,
2: Well, I'll sh- be real with you. I'll get jumped for my mom all day, any day. I'd get jumped for your mom all day, any day. But the word that's bitch,
3: a, I mean, she calling her a bitch, we're, like I don't we're care. in a professional state. like we're. we're...
2: I, I mean, I guess this is when when they go low. I don't always go high. I'll go low to the flow, with you. like, I'm sorry, but I don't give a fuck where I'm at if I'm at work, bitch. You call my mama out her fucking name or just anything you don't have to know her fucking name that was super disrespectful that's why I flew off the stage and I absolutely do not regret it time and time again you could ask me all months from now ages from now I feel like what I did was the right thing I don't really think that there can be a time or place that would be appropriate to like oh well maybe if I was just at the club it'd be cool nah it's my mother And when when I heard it, it really felt – I thought it was from her because she was screaming things out. Turns out it wasn't. And I was like, okay. In that moment, this is what was the crazy thing. It started to then hit me. My reaction was what I felt was right. And then as I walked back on stage, I was like, oh, my God, are people out here nervous? Because they don't know what's going on. So that's why I said, oh, don't kick her out. You can bring her back in. She just has to go to the back. And I only did that because I thought maybe that would lighten it because I was so angry. Everyone was so hype and angry. And if she got kicked out, maybe people would feel like they can't engage. I don't know. So that part was really confusing for me, too. But I felt like what I did wasn't wrong. Um,
3: We're going to. I just feel like in that. Let it be your mom. And that's fine. I mean, it's it, the word is bitch. There were over three hundred I- people in there. What I didn't want is a a a full blown chaos to happen again. I feel I, like out I, of any me, time to disagree I, I,
2: with me, this is a it's shitty fine. One. I
3: mean, and that's fine if you think it's shitty. I'm just saying, thinking of not only the safety of us, our families were in the building, and these and are my, three. And I get that. I'm saying our families were in the building, so I'm just saying, knowing that you going on stage, not only are you putting more of yourself at harm, you're putting your parents at harm, you're putting my parents at you're putting over 300 i t- put your no mom no no i'm no. not saying th- let me finish Weezy, it. just Weezy. watch what you're saying no i but i know exactly what i'm saying i just but i'm just know. saying that there were people that were getting her out and her calling anyone a bitch shouldn't like it, to me, it just would have caused a lot more chaos. And we don't know. That's fine. Again, we're so going to agree to disagree. Let like, well, uh, you let's, know let's what, baby, though? I don't no, want No one jumped this.
2: on you on stage. Your mother didn't go on I get there. that, but you're, so you, you jumped
3: off stage over the word bitch. I, and I'll do it again. Okay. For my mother. Okay, cool.
2: Like, what are you saying? I'm just here? saying
3: that there was a lot of things in that instance where I was just like, Oh God, chairs can be thrown. Oh God, we're, we're live. We're out of place. We don't know the, ins-. like, well, to me, I, it, was, it, was this. Also, it was, it was also, nothing it was to do with also, it also, it
2: has everything to do with the security, which is and fine. So, yeah, I get that. And we'll, so we'll be
3: working on that, but I think if
2: you're, you're saying people were carrying her out. I don't know who those people were. remember. I don't, I didn't see those things because it got very like hectic. And so for a while, the last two days, I was like, Am I ever going to play this game again? That 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 really got to me and I was like, you know what? When I was talking through Twitter, people were saying that the girl had never even listened to the show, that she was almost ruining their experience at the table. And I think that moment was so important for everyone in that audience because right before King Noir was um, about to do some impact play or whatever and he was talking to the girls on the side that he brought up. And one of the things I said that I wanted everybody to know was he's talking about Um, consent with them and what he's allowed to do and boundaries before they get to get rough and have fun. And that moment is so interesting from a listener, for someone who doesn't listen to the show to know that what she did was all about consent. Because when we were in, what city was it? Was it Houston? When a girl wanted to dominate you and another girl raised her hand and came to the side and said, can I help her? And we both said yes. Maybe you said yes because it was for you. And it's just interesting in the difference in how much this show can really teach someone not just like manners when it comes to consent but just from such a broader aspect. Just to know that that was someone that doesn't listen that jumped up. So i realized that, yes, I still do want to do the game because I'm not going to take away what I think is to be one of the most fun parts of the show. And I think just moving forward, security is just a, a, a way bigger – deal. And I I also believe, much like we've said from the LA show, it has to do with it being so niche. Maybe people not feeling like we're, quote unquote, big enough ce- celebrities, but understand that that room was crazy packed at 3pm for a reason. And I feel like if it was the Marlon Wayans who came after, that could have never have went that far. But it did because it's like a whatever thing. So I'm glad that that moment happened because There's only been issues during the game when it comes to people jumping up. And from here forward, I think it just shows us so much more of how – How much room we have to grow as far as what our team is. Yeah, we know we have security there, but like do we ever have security team meetings? No. Sometimes Vinny does them, but we don't. Other podcasters, I just I just feel like this could never happen to someone bigger. And that's kind of what fucks with me is there's a lot of this that makes me feel like it's because it's us.
3: No, it's because we don't pay a team to travel with us the same way. That's not true because we are paid by the venue he was securing us. Yeah, no, we're we're supposed to have our own security with us. That's how the other people travel. So we're going to compare when, ourselves to the other podcasters. When when, ra- when rappers come to a they show have they, have, they have they
2: have a security team but so does the venue.
3: Right. So so their security communicates and with the this, irony. like I well I had this conversation and their security communicates with the with the security of the venue. So if it's really that conversation, it's not only the security because they're supposed to secure the venue, they are not our personal security. So if we have to have the conversation, well, okay, this is where they need to be placed. That's a different conversation, but then we then need to hire our own security. Like, so if, if we're going to compare ourselves to the bigger podcasters, they bring their own security. The irony of you remember saying like
2: last year, like, we don't need security.
3: Remember that? Everyone acts. No, I think we just talked about how we normally like our space is intimate. We are now getting into bigger venues. Um, but we, we, Together, while we booked our tour, felt like we have a very mature audience. So even with speaking to the venues, when they would ask if there was security, it, whether we needed it or not,
2: well, we didn't we think so. Don't. I you mean, know, but
3: now we're doing larger venues. You know, what I thought about. I was like, bro, if
2: it, it, and and during the meet and greet, everybody was like, we had you, girl, we had you on a sweet because or my mom really they were saying that too, right? But it's sweet to think that everybody like wants to join together in this camaraderie. But it's just like I wondered if it was another city, like what would have happened. Like it just happened to be the city where all of our friends and family were there. Like, what if it was another one? And I'm, I'm telling you, bro- I mean, but this
3: is the third, almost the third time it's happened. It happened in D.C. Our very first show, right? Um, so this isn't. It's not like this hasn't happened before.
2: It has happened before, but right. like never to this extent with someone putting their hands on me. It was more so people just not being able to like handle themselves and get on stage. So all I know is. Again, if it happens again, I feel like for someone who touched me, like what I, especially cause I had to do with my mom, I ain't, I ain't wrong. And I do want to make sure that the experience is consistent for each person. Um, you know, each person that comes up for the next time. So for those of you guys who do come to horrible decision shows, I, Wheezy, am going to speak for myself when I say this. If you are one of the people that comes up on the stage and are chosen by us, if you're one of those three people, you can do whatever you want. Have fun. Unless I have a wig on and I'll warn you. Other than that, you can stay your ass in the seat unless we decide to call upon you to help and join the gangbang orgy or whatever the fuck it is on stage. But act accordingly, be respectful, keep your hands to yourself unless I want them on me.
3: All right. Well, um I'm just going to just not to keep going on this topic any further. Um I'm going to switch into the vanilla shit. Um for this week this comes from huffingtonpost.com and it is about compliments. Um we talk about the importance of communication and for this one I thought it was really good because it does have to do with um body positivity being an inside job, but um for this one it's women share the compliment that makes them feel um, the most amazing about their bodies. So I wanted to go through some of these, um, because I do know that we have a lot of guy listeners. And I know even in the episode that we had with Ashley Chubby Bunny, we had the conversation on specifically the compliments that men think are compliments to us. Um, as in like calling us fluffy or, you know, or squeezing our, 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 what is it? Chichos or something? Our stomach. Um, guys, I think sometimes, Fail in giving compliments that are received as compliments. So I wanted to go through some of these, and then maybe Weezy, you can share some compliments that you've gotten um, from some of your lovers or friends that made you feel just really confident. Um,
2: what are you, some of yours?
3: um Well, I want to read through the ones in in the article first, um just so that you guys can get an idea of things that do sound good from guys um so this one is you have the most beautiful legs i've ever seen you're like my jessica rabbit you make the hottest sex face i think that that's funny because i think a lot of us are kind of cautious about what we look like during sex um you wear a wicked grin i don't know if many black guys use the word wicked but just saying someone's smile is nice well you can be
2: we- wicked is what that's boston They say wicked
3: in Boston. Oh my God. Yeah. Wicked is like their shit. And I feel like in the UK they do. Um, you have the softest skin. Your body is perfect. Exactly as it is. I like that compliment. Um, babe, you smell so good and I could wrap myself in you all day. So these are just a few that women has said, bring them the most confidence. Um, I would say the compliments, that I think make me smile the most are the acknowledgements of the work I put in and where I'm at now. Like, I think someone's saying how proud they are of me. Um, I thought you meant like your body. No, well that too, that, that I think speaks to my mind. Um, as far as my body, um, I don't know. I like, I love my thighs. And when I started losing weight, I, I actually hated how small they had gotten, But I'm like into my thighs. So I love when guys like compliment my thighs because it is a part of me that, um, especially with shopping for jeans and skirts and how they used to make me feel, I didn't really like them as much. But my thighs are something that when that compliments me, I'm like reassured that, okay, big thighs are kind of, you know, cool. I also like the compliments on my breasts, Um, specifically my large areolas. So when guys... Talk about how much they like my you little silver, silver dollar. Dollars? Hell yes, silver dollar. Maybe fucking cup mats. I don't know, but the bitches, they big. They big as fuck. Cup
2: cups, mats? You mean like, a
3: coaster, bitch? Oh, is that what it is? A cup mat? <laughs> it could be called a cup mat. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> a coaster. Bitch. Oh, <laughs> bitch. I am so what? sorry. I mean a coaster. This, I couldn't think of the word. This is pretty bad. <laughs> I. It could be called a cup mat no it's only called a coaster <laughs> bitch fuck you anyway my areolas I like when niggas compliment on my big old areolas fuck you bro fuck you oh uh, it took my head somewhere. <laughs> um fuck oh okay
2: I think I'm trying to think of something that compliment the specific but one thing I like that my man does is like he'll like we'll be like in the mirror and he'll like tell me to look at myself and tell me a compliment about myself he'll be like look how pretty you are or, oh that's cute yeah um he always does the offset to of Cardi on me, like fixes me up. And that makes me feel so special. And then it used to actually really annoy me. I'd be like, I would think something is wrong with my face. Um, And he just tells me how much he loves touching me. I'm thinking like something that I really loved. Obviously, you taste so good is like the number one compliment. Because, bitch, I'd be drinking hella water just <laughs> to taste good. Um, I don't know. I had this girl say something when we were fucking her in Puerto Rico. And she was like... Where is she from? Oh, New Zealand. I can't do the accent. Fuck it. But she kept talking about how she was, the both of us were making her so wet. She was like, I can't, I can't even look at you. You're both making me so wet, blah, 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 blah. And like would say it over and over. And it was kind of annoying, but I started to believe the bitch. And I was like,
3: yeah, I get it. I would say that that's a indirect nonverbal compliment that I would say I get is when a guy is around me. And we not even having sex. I ain't sucking his dick, but he's hard as a rock. Oh my, that should. That bad. just makes me. You ain't even gotta say it. You know I look good because I now I know you think I look good because you, your dick is mad hard. That's a hell of So couple. I love like not. And I told y'all I actually hate seeing soft dick because I'm not used to seeing soft dick. Like with 24 seven, like he was hard upon arrival. Bro, we so gotta get like,
2: like another. You have
3: to use another. Reference what flaccid point. is the word? No, another reference point for a person. I mean, all the other little one-off niggas too. Oh, well, uh, perpendicular, his dick be hard, like okay, when he came know. right through the door. It's perpendicular. Um, the one green eyes, my- green eyes be perpendicular.
2: Is the guy you went to NSFW with?
3: No, that's okay. Canada Bay. Um, and then oh, green eyes, green eyes be rock hard too. Who I just saw green eyes not too long ago. Green eyes is amazing. Um, green eyes has has sex like twenty four seven. Like he literally is like. The most sweetest, chill person. Like, we just be smoking together. I really just be smoking with my niggas a lot before sex. Sorry. I feel like that's Um,
2: your... That's my thing. I do, like, wine. I mean, I feel like I'm saying something cheesy now, but actually, you know what I really love to do? This is dumb, but I'm into it. I like... um, So, let me tell you guys the name of these cigarettes. They're not real cigarettes. They're made out of flowers. Um, What? Seriously. Like, chrysanthemums? No, it's the like of- lavender and like herbs. Um, I got them in Tulum. I know what I sound like right now.
3: Oh, yeah, definitely. But they really <laughs> sound exactly like what you think you do.
2: But anyway, they're like so fucking natural. And if sometimes I feel like smoking actual cigarettes is just too hard. But like I want like a little something. But they're these Mexican cigarettes. And they're called like... Flora de Mezcal. If you guys can order them, fucking order them. They're so fire. And they make them out of actual flowers and herbs. Maybe a little tobacco is in it, but... I like rolling them up. Like, that's like something I love doing. I love rolling up like little cigarettes. The way plates. these
3: nails are set up, the niggas got to roll in. I be making them roll extra just so they could leave it when they leave. Because I can't be rolling blunts with these nails. It'd be taking me forever. I can't roll a
2: blunt because the licking gets annoying. But the cigarette papers, I can kind of do. Um, um, That's a weird. God damn, Why is all my shit got to do with smoking alcohol and drugs?
3: What else? Yeah, well, I do that right before, and I just love like it gets us chill. And then he, like I said, like that nigga turns into another beast. But like I said, like I'm not used to being like having to get a dick hard. So like the compliment. Oh my of this god! Dick being like, I just what? read the whole facts. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Well, fine. We'll get into the whole facts. we that's not is real. Reading. Yes, it is. No. I know. Yes, it is real, bro. I don't believe it. I. You know what? Let me tell you. Let that's me lie. I forgot to get my source for this fake news. That no, is fake it's news. not fake news, bro. I literally was looking up. Facts that women should know about sex. And then it went into like some other stuff. Anyways, let's get into the whole facts. If you guys have not picked up on the new segment that we have, whole facts is sex facts that you just wouldn't, you just wouldn't know unless you listen to horrible decisions. And I'm just playing, or unless you just Google weird sex facts that you think we should know. So the whole facts for this is for 75% of men, ejaculation occurs within three minutes of penetration. That's three out of four However, however, I do want to say ejaculation could be considered pre-cum as well. Like if you think about it, niggas pre cum. So, how do they know? Ejaculation is pre cum. I know, but how do they know a nigga pre cum? And how do they test this out? Bro, with bullshit? I mean science. I don't believe it either. So thank you for not believing I it with me. I didn't say this was science. Yeah, well, this is it's, just it's, a it's, shitty poll. No, it's not. And then, um, so when I get sex facts, I like to like do the opposite end of the spectrum. So if 75% of men are ejaculating within three minutes of penetration, um, the average woman can reach orgasm in about four minutes through masturbation, while through intercourse, it actually takes up to 20 minutes, which is why I would assume a lot of us are not coming because men are coming before we can technically reach the, the amount of time it takes for us to orgasm through penetration a woman will have sex with a partner more than three t- three thousand times over the course of her reproductive years is also one that i found which i think that's believable because shit i i would say the nigga that you just said i can't reference anymore we had sex at least a thousand times like we were fucking we were fucking three rounds every time we you saw each other. can't reference
2: it i'm just saying i mean there, i feel bad that I,
3: I mean that i'm no longer fucking up good dick it's still him i mean there's other niggas but they haven't i haven't fucked them in a while like green eyes yeah because they're not local local dick is yeah and i've had no other local dick and green eyes is literally only like shit when he was playing in town or off season we see each other a lot because he can he's met me in cities he met me in atlanta that one time like so green eyes is you know local
2: dick is a serious gift from god
0: rev up your thrills this summer at cedar point on the all-new top thrill Two. drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple launch vertical speedway And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.
1: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment
2: Ironically, some of you may remember this. Jeeves moved into old Bay's building. Right. I'm downstairs. I don't know what made me think of it, but I thought about Jeeves for a second. I'm in the lobby of the plushy of the building. And um I was like, damn, that was some really good pink dick. And bam, it was like God wanted uh, to test me, bro. He fucking walks by. He's like, Hey, I'm like, what do you live here now? That is funny So I don't know what to do, right? And I'm like feeling so awkward. I go upstairs, I go to sleep. Why I had a dream both these niggas gang, like, well,
3: not gang. Is that what you want? You want a threesome with them both? No.
2: Yes, you do. But I was like, damn,
3: these are two best dicks I've had in New York. And they
2: right in the same one blowing up.
3: I know you have threesomes um, with girls. Is this something that you've had the conversation about? Possibly having a threesome with another guy? And would he have a problem? Would it be someone that maybe you've had sex
2: with already? I'm sure he would. That's not just sex. You know, we really cared about each other, but. Um, I don't know how he would feel about threesomes with another guy. I actually haven't talked to him about it. I I did say one night, he ain't say no. There was a super lit couple. We were at Last Lap and I ain't gonna front. We always fuck bitches after Last Lap, which is so terrible to say, but it's true. And... There's this girl who's fine as fuck, and we were flirting with her. And she was like, I already know what y'all trying to do, and I got a man. And he was like, okay, she got a man. So pointing point to me. Right. And she was like, he in the bathroom. And I was like, what he look like? <laughs> he came out, and that nigga was fine as fuck. Y'all could have did, like, a couple swaps. So I was thinking about it, right, the whole time. But they were, like, being buddy-buddy cool. So the threesome shit went away when it came to her, right? All I'm thinking is, like, let's fuck them both. But I just uh, – I, I wasn't ready to bring it up. But – um. And then I kept thinking, like, I was thinking real deep. Because she was like, yeah, he's playing ball in China right now. And, you know, so it's finally nice to have him back, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, damn, well, when you go back? She's like, in, like, 10 days. I was like, okay, we got a show on the 8th. So maybe we got, like, six days to fuck him. Oh, Jesus. Dude, we get in the car. And I was like, they were cool, right? And he was like, yeah, they were cool. And I was like, like, real cool. And he looking at me like, bitch. And I I know he knew what I meant. And I, I feel like maybe if there was another vibe like that, maybe he'd be down. But also, I know he has a thing in his head about like what we do at home. I think he's really. Con- Are you bringing him to Jamaica? No, he said that shit too ghetto. <laughs> that's what he told me. Oh was- my God. But it's only because. Ghetto, it's
3: ghetto, is just black as hell.
2: No, no, no. I made like comments about hedonism the first time. He was like, nigga, what? He's like, I ain't going.
3: Mocha Fest ain't hedonism. It's a whole different It's different not, but experience. I think that's what
2: he's asso- associating it with. So. I was like you know what we already do enough at home might as well just let it be like a girl's trip so I think I might bring Rashida and Brandon if you guys know Brandon from the uh Patreon episode and a couple other friends I don't know but I don't think he gonna come plus it's Memorial Day weekend he's gonna right. want to do the Hamptons because it's Nick bougie, which I would have been doing if I wasn't in Jamaica anyway so might as well be up let it be my whole time let me fuck somebody new shit
3: Well, I wanted to get into um, this week's horrible decision, Um, just because like, I think that there's a lot of talking points um, and things that um, this actually has to do with um, reality TV. And then just questions that came about just the relationships and things like that. I don't know if y'all know, but I am a huge like Fucking real housewives of Atlanta. Married to Medicine. LA and I Atlanta. We, I thought we might have an ad for one Listen, of them. Listen, I don't already like can we bring one of them hoes on the show? Because I stand. I actually just, Is I just. Is that your 90 day fiance? Listen, I just ran into, um, Angela. I had to go to the studio to pick up a box. And bitch, I, I, I looked at Angela, like, ma'am, the next time you have NeNe Leaks in the fucking building, I said, I'll just come and be your bartender. <laughs> I don't care if all the girls are here. I'll come and just make drinks for everyone, but I stand Nini Leaks. a white refrigerator, honey. Ooh, I, put your shoes on. We gotta get you a new home. I yeah. love. Those, um, things. So actually, because we've been touring like from Charlotte and just, um, Orlando and all of the, the touring, I've been so behind in my Real Housewives. So I went ahead and binge watched, um, about four or five episodes. And while I'm watching it, I was like, these would be some really good conversations, um, to have between us as far as it's just, just like- Atlanta. Uh well this is all I binged oh. yesterday. Um and so these were the questions that arose and because we do have so many I know we just had the episode with Brandon where we talked about relationship stuff. Um and then you know um the girls from Good Moms Bad Choices we talked about dating with being a parent. Right. Um so this is actually one that stemmed from of course Kenya and I don't even like Kenya ho. Um Kenya whore. But if what? you're okay. Oh, more. Yeah, more. Kenya whore. Um, anyways, her relationship was trash, but you could tell like there was very, there was differences where in public she was, I would look at it as disrespect, but I want to know what you think. So say you don't like somebody, is your spouse supposed to also not like that person?
2: How much do I not like them?
3: Um, well it's, it's Nini and Kenya, their relationship, but. Regardless, I mean, it, it, regardless, I just want to this know- This is actually a very interesting question
2: that you proposed because Scissors made a comment to me um after the Orlando show. There was a girl I don't fuck with that was speaking to her and when we were leaving, she was like, I felt so bad in that moment. Like, she was talking to me and I didn't know what to do and I was like, let me tell you something. Like, I don't ever want you to have energy that I have. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, to me, that's just just so- Honestly- I'm on a different frequency, bro. I'm not worried about someone that's talking to someone. I'm with, like, now don't get me wrong. If they're like kicking it and going to lunch, sure, I'd feel away. But you speaking to someone and being cordial, I want my partner, even my ex partner, to be that way. Right. Like, be high above that shit because I'm not. As we know, I will jump off the stage. But I just think sometimes it can get cancerous when you don't like someone. Right. And I don't want to be that person. If I don't fuck with someone, that's for a reason. I don't need you to feel like you can't speak now. I don't know the extent of her and Nini. And I also right. don't know how far her spouse went, but if I was in a party
3: and my man, so, said, so, so I'll, I'll give said, you hey, the, do a bitch online. No, no, no. I'll give you the scenario. So Kenya's man is friends with Nini's man. Kenya and okay. Kenya and Nini don't deal with each other, but he deals with her man. He was throwing a charity event and wanted the couples to come. And he was like, I'm inviting Nini too. Even knowing his wife does not fuck with Nene at all. Was like, if Greg is coming, Nene needs to come as well. So imagine if you're in that sense to where your husband knows that you don't fuck with someone, but he's like, nah, she got to be at my event too.
2: But that's what? a different thing because they already have a tie. It's not like he just invited Nene off the street. He fucks with her husband. Right. Now imagine that.
3: Nah, I don't know, bro. You don't know? like that. That's why it's weird because- be- uh, because a lot of the other girls on the show and a lot of the other women it's was like, like it's you got to ride. Yeah, but it's like, you supposed to be on my side. Like, Portia was like, if I don't like a bitch, my nigga don't like a bitch. Period. Yeah, but that's, that's but, where but, I want to have...
2: But so the, wh- where where I have these feelings is, for example, what happened to me with Scissors, they know each other. right? It ain't like, it just, be, it was a new thing. Right. So what are you supposed to do? Not to, I, I just... I really feel a way about your partner being a good representation of you, and I, I don't, agree. I don't really like to be that person that's just like, oh, fuck that hell together. Like, nah. No. Like, my man ain't gonna kiki with a bitch. But like, if you smile and he's cordial, like, that shit is fine for me. Now, I think the other thing too about this is like, we associate loyalty sometimes with within our circle, as in like, you can't. You know, like there's
3: no fucking way. And right. I just don't believe that. I don't I I really don't. So I'm glad that you brought that up because the next conversation actually comes um from something that Kenya was saying. Um, but also think a conversation that I've had with my friends. And so I wanna ask you if you think she's does a good man cheat? What do you she's think That's literally the question. She said, you can't be with a good man if he cheats. Because if you're a cheater, then you're a liar. And she was just like, you can't be with someone and claim that he's a good man if he's a cheater.
2: I could see that. Because I think that cheating is dishonesty, which... In that case, no, I, I'll agree with that one. It's hard because I've had this. I think this... you can be a good person to to slip, but, I mean, if you're a fucking liar, you're a fucking
3: liar. and, and ain't that good. And, That's of course, th- this is the conversation that, you know, so many people are uncomfortable when when I admit to it. But I recently had this conversation with my homegirls because I kind of brag about, like, my my lovers, like the Your married, married men. Because I think they are some of the best men that I actually, that I know.
2: We actually said this maybe a few months back when you kept talking about how great they were. And I'm like, but they lie. But
3: yeah. And so like when, when she posed this conversation, she was sitting with Cynthia and not, yeah, she was sitting with Cynthia and she was talking about like, well, he can't be a good man if he cheats. Literally the conversation that I had with my, with my friends were like, damn, like, no, but, that's. I mean, they're but not. They're such good. They. T- they're yeah, good but, men. But, but, but you have them for moments.
2: There's. There are women in their lives that they've made vows to, promises to, and that have deeper connections with than they do to you. And they're lying to them and being deceitful to someone that trust their mind, body, and spirit with. That's deep shit. And if you're continually lying and doing something like that, no, you're not that good of a man. I, if I forgot I, to wonder because I don't even know if they lie anymore. I just feel like they're women because of the lifestyles they have. It's cool. like Yeah, but if it's a don't ask, don't tell thing. It
3: like, is. Well, I, I don't they, ask.
2: But you said that you don't know. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. There's one thing I thought about. Um, there was a conversation I had about married lovers with um, Old Bay because he asked me a question about you reading something or it was like uh, watching a YouTube and he was like, why does everyone say Mandy fucks married niggas or whatever?
3: I mean, but well, I say I fuck married niggas. It's right. not he like, it everyone says. It was in the
2: comments or something Okay, on, on our YouTube page or it was something that someone was saying. He was like, why are they saying that? I was like, oh, well, like she's been fucking I married do. or whatever. And so he was like, he was like, I get it. Da, 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 da. He has a chick he used to fuck with that was married. And, you know, we, we obviously, some of you guys know, we talk about being non-monogamous and stuff like that. And I said, I'm going to be real with you. If you are ever sleeping with someone, like, you know, and we like ever fuck around, I really have a feeling about it being her because. I don't like that deceitful shit. I want you to be with someone or fuck with someone that I just feel like she could drag him down. Like, you want to fuck my nigga in secret? And then you going, what? Make him like lie to me too? I just don't like that like lying shit. But I have been for the last few years pretty open and trying to practice honesty with, with partners. That's why I've had such an issue with the lying. It ain't the married thing. It's the lying thing.
3: But what's crazy is those be, be just, I feel like in dating, People lie. People lie to themselves. People lie in order to get you into bed. People lie because they t- they're telling you what they think you want to hear in order to get what they want out of you. That's just so not- I feel like well well I feel like that's dating. So I'll be honest in saying yes that whatever lies they're telling their partners. Again, I don't know the arrangements or what they have set up. We've never had that conversation, but wholeheartedly those are the men who are the most honest in my life but you always come on this podcast
2: and talk about communication and openness and like yeah but i i'm not going to ask them about that i right, know but- that it's
3: there but i'm not going to ask them about their life with someone else i don't- I, I'm but not invested in that relationship. comments about the
2: people that lie when they're home mail and talk about how they should open up or like not... I mean, lie.
3: I open up to my relationship with them. They know when I'm dating. I've told them as soon as I get someone yeah, up. you... I'm open with them to... Uh, that's I'm, our relationship. I'm talking
2: about when there's a home mail and someone's upset about somebody lying, you be acting like them niggas is trash. So how could you think that? I don't know if you
3: can reference what you're talking about. Yes. When there's like, a home mail, but right? Sen- and,
2: and then you're... They'll... Talk about how their man's been lying about something. You're like, no, if you can't communicate and blah 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 blah.
3: I'm and that's what I'm telling you. I communicate with them wholeheartedly. They don't lie to me. Them lying to someone that I'm not involved with is nothing. But I'm also, but that's not the person I get. But I'm also telling you, when dating single niggas, single niggas lie to me more than them niggas. I mean, I guess. uh, So like, okay, so do I take? Four, five, six, I seven, eight. I think you're eight. picking and choosing. No, but it's also, okay, do I sit here and take a nigga that I don't know for face the whole time we're dating because he's single? Or do I sit here and because I know this nigga has nothing to lie to me about, he whatever he has— I enjoy the honesty that I have with them that I have with dealing with someone that I don't know their true intentions until it's too late. To me, dating these single niggas, they tell you the most lies. They tell you exactly what they think you want to hear until they get what they want. And So then what's it is better, what dating good. someone married or single I mean, I'm not really dating them. I don't have the time to do but either. But you're saying
2: dating single niggas, they're, they're I mean, better, I, they're as, more as far liars. As far so just, as, don't get a married nigga. I mean, no. The, who I'm lies saying, to their wife but not you. I mean,
3: that's the, wild. I mean, that's fine if you think it's wild, but the people that have been in my life have been really fucking honest with me. And right now, I don't have the time to date single niggas and in the times that i have thought i had time to date them it's just a whole bunch of bullshit maybe it's because
2: the relationships that you have with married men are more casual i would say right because you're you way keep- more than
3: casual now they've been in the picture for eight
2: plus years well okay but yeah. so casual because you know that there's nothing going on there maybe if you met a single nigga that didn't want more and there was nothing going on there you wouldn't have to worry about that shit either niggas lie even when there ain't nothing going on you want when you're dating single men or when you're looking to date which i also applaud you let them know what you want but if Genuinely, you just wanted sex or to fuck around like you do with married niggas? But niggas still lie, even in that sense. But what do they have to lie to you about? Bro,
3: I, n- because niggas lie. What do you mean, what do they have to so lie like, about? Well, like, you rel- no, no, I'm saying, bro, literally the, everything. What, like, I'm like like friends say, with benefits. How do you get it? Bro, they can, the they can and lie and say, oh, I got, like, because I've lied to niggas in that sense, where I'd be like, oh, I got something to do, what you like to get you to leave, to say, oh, someone's coming over, so I can't see you this weekend. Like, niggas lie. Le- like, let's not act like niggas j- just don't lie I'm just to lie they lie I'm like, just saying like if you're lie. just fucking somebody how do those issues come about they do like okay. it's like they just do let's get into the next conversation cuz i you act like niggas don't lie niggas I lie didn't say, i didn't act like niggas don't lie at all i'm just saying there's many things that niggas lie about. If they have to take you on a date, next thing you know, oh, I got to go I'm see my about. mom. If if, was... if a nigga was supposed to come over, next thing you know, they not coming over. Little do you, And you don't know what the truth is. They could be going to see another hoe. They could be... Like, niggas lie all the time. Like, so whether they're rescheduling a date, whether they said they was going to come over and they can't come over now, last minute, whether... Um they said they didn't want a girlfriend and you been fucking with them next thing you know they got a girlfriend like that's what I'm saying like niggas lie all the time niggas will say whatever they they want to say and I'm 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 eliminate for the rest of the show I ain't going to say the n word cuz I feel like I just been saying niggas 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 my bad but men um guys it, it you know the opposite sex I I don't even want to put it to just men like if you're dating and you're a lesbian or you're non-binary Everyone lies specifically to A, keep you from your feelings being hurt, B, because they feel like they can get something out of you. Like, the reality of it is people lie. That girl thing say-
2: is interesting, too, because I, it's interesting you brought that up because um, Old Bay had a girl he was seeing when we were just casually dating that was angry that he didn't want a girlfriend. And I think she knows that he has one now. And we talked about that. Like, do you mean it when you say it? Right? Like, do you mean... When I say I don't want a girlfriend, da 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 da, because now you have one. So, nigga, was you lying?
3: And. I had this conversation with Troy AC from Houston. Shout out to Troy mm-hmm. AC. Does he have a he's, girlfriend? No, uh, he's married. Okay. He said that when a guy says he doesn't want to have a girlfriend, it's just you. The with you is silent. Yeah. So, That's like, what he told me. I don't, like, it, when someone says I ain't looking for a relationship right now, the with you is silent. If they're telling you that so but however it sounds good but there's been a lot of times where a nigga has said i don't want a relationship and next thing you know y'all are in a relationship so i mean you know give or take that's Again, true niggas, they I, th- just I think
2: the main thing of it though like that happened in our conversation was he's like if i if i say because I, I i remember saying to him when i was in europe with Vinny this summer it was it august I wrote him a message and I said, what are you looking for? And he never said a girlfriend, never said anything. He said something about, oh, one of them skip around answers, just a dope vibe, a connection. If something happens, it happens. And when I said like, why did you act like you don't want anything? He was like, because I felt like if I said it, and you knew it, it would have to start from right then. We would have to start
3: working towards a relationship. Well, and not only that, like specifically now, I think men give you that jump around answer. Because if they do tell you, I ain't looking for a relationship, and, and a woman who may maybe is looking for a relationship, they they'll be like, nigga. no, we'll be like, all right, well, then this ain't, the bye. Same, bye. Right. So, I mean, you know, we're going to get those jump around.
1: Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
3: So, for this, I wanted to get into the whole mail. Um it's kind of long, but guys, this is a good one and I and oh, we and I want to dig into it. Um also, just because we've been getting a lot of feedback of how this sh- about how this show has been affecting you guys. Um, so if you guys have home mail and want to send it in, send it to HorribleDecisions at gmail.com. Um, this one caught our eye. The title of this week's home mail is... Is horrible decisions ruined my sex life? I might want to make that the title of this episode too, cause Jesus fucking Christ. Anyways, especially since we, we spent so much time talking about the show this episode. Um, so I'm going to start it. You guys just follow along with the story. Okay. Cause it is kind of long. So I'm just going to let y'all know now. First and foremost, I want to say that despite the title of this whole mail, I love your podcast. Thank you for creating a safe space for black women to discuss all their kinky inhibitions and allowing me to embrace my inner whore. Now onto the good stuff wd has ruined my sex life although i would like to remain anonymous the following details involve several of your listeners and my cover may be blown so guys (laughs) if you are involved in this goddamn shit you know ruin his sex life okay um now there are no names in this but i do want to say welcome to being a member of the whore hive my boyfriend and I had the pleasure of meeting you guys at two separate live shows and we're actually both featured separately. I wish How- she said which ones. Yeah, she uh I don't think she says which ones. She just says where they're from, I think. Um and so many people travel, so I don't I don't know. However, after his experience with the live show, I've grown terribly insecure and it has affected our sex life. We were on a quote unquote break a couple months prior to the live show he attended. Oh, girl. And needless to say, he was brought on stage and later had a foursome with three of your audience members. Now, niggas, I be telling y'all this shit is lit. So if you.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry to this man. (laughs)
3: Um, of course, I can't blame you guys for his actions. And in fact, I genuinely want to be happy for him. How many men can say that they've had a successful foursome? Despite wanting to be happy for him, I cannot help but to feel insecure and somewhat betrayed now that we're back together. We've discussed having threesomes, orgies and swinging, etc. multiple times. And I'm upset that he was part of a foursome without me. Not only am I upset about the actual act, but I am even more upset that he lied or withheld the information initially. On top of lying, speaking of lying, when he <laughs> told me I respectfully asked him to stop sleeping with these women and he denied my request. This nigga was like, Well, I don't fucked him already. I'm gonna keep fucking these hoes. It has been <laughs> it has been eleven months since the live show and approximately nine months since I found out the truth. He no longer has sex with those women and constantly tries to reassure me that I don't have to worry about them. We recently got back together and I've been craving to have my first MFF threesome. I've had an FFF threesome before. So that's three females. You know, y'all get that. But a part of me no longer wants to have one with him since he had a foursome without me. I'm even somewhat insecure about having sex with him now because I think to myself, how can this experience with just me compare to three women? I know it's unhealthy and there are some personal issues that I need to deal with on my own, but I'm coming to you ladies to see if there's anything else I should or can do to top everything all off. We are in a long distance relationship going on three years on and off. Can I proceed with having nasty sexual escapades with my boyfriend without comparing myself to his previous slash most recent experiences? Am I wrong for feeling some type of way? Am I just not ready to have a threesome or should I just not have one with him? Should I just refrain from having a threesome till we actually live closer to one another? I know this was a long email, but hopefully worth you and the whore hives while. Thank you, a bitter, ruined whore.
2: (laughs) That was really long. Yes. And you were texting the whole time. So I hope you (laughs) caught the details. I did. So I, I read it like twice. I feel like. You got to dump him. If he could fuck three bitches and lie about it and not tell you, like... Oh, he's
3: probably fucking more. And that he's long distance. About,
2: what does this nigga look like?
3: Um. Oh, Why do God, I say that? Felon babe, just FaceTime me and text me. What, nigga?
2: I feel like you, you know can't really you have a relationship with someone that you already know and has lied, especially to that magnitude, because all you're going to do is question the truths that he think that you may think he's telling you and always think they're a lie. Like the second guessing is awful. Um this is why I'm such a big thing about honesty within relationships, because I've been in an unhealthy, toxic relationship. My first serious relationship, um, you know, he was a cheater and then after a while he would just I couldn't even look at him and believe anything he was saying. He could tell me, like, all right, I'm just going to work. And I'd be like, no, he's going to fuck a bitch. Like, it was just – I became obsessed with the idea that he was constantly lying. And I feel like that is such a, quote, unquote, big lie. Like, to have a foursome, that's a big deal. Right. Um, Yeah, I would dump him. But the good news is horrible decisions you think ruined your sex life. When in reality, it may have just shown you that that nigga wasn't shit.
3: Yeah, I would look at the positive on that. Also um – I would think that there is something that, yeah, you can only look in yourself. So one of the questions you asked, am I wrong for feeling some type of way? I would never tell someone they are wrong in the way they feel. Like y'all heard it in the beginning of this episode. I'll agree to disagree everyone thinks differently i'm not going to tell you you're wrong for feeling insecure now and that you're not enough since he had sex with three other girls at one time i ain't gonna lie to dick gotta be fine if a you kept going back he'd been long distance for three years and he was able to have a successful foursome with three other women
2: well the insecurity always that's a huge thing for women when it comes to sex like yeah of course especially the, the appetite of sex that men have like Absolutely. I I've I, felt that before.
3: I would say that this is something that you, you, if you haven't yet, tell him how you feel about this, especially if you guys have still been teetering the idea of having a threesome together. You need to let him know that you don't feel like you can trust him because he lied during those two months, um, without telling you. Um, and it also, it, it it's weird because there's the, the idea that there's the conversation between, um, lying and omission of, something that happened which actually I think that that's what she said she found out two months later and it's not that he lied he just withheld the information um, and so that's but she all- was there with him no she wasn't Oh, I, thought she, I- nah, not at that one They she, he went she to a live show one. they were on a break um, but I would I would say in terms of this this is something you just have to talk to him on if it's something to where you feel that insecure even in your um, solo sex sessions with each other Um, that this is something that is only going to like, it's just going to add on. You're just going to, if, if y'all have been together this long and this is weighing down on you this much, you said this was 11 months ago. Um, so almost a year ago and you're still sitting on it. I would say it might be time for you to move on. This reminds me of a sex in the city episode when
2: Carrie found out that big was married and he told she, Oh, she said, have you ever had a threesome? They were in bed together. And he was like, yeah, with my ex wife. She was like, you were married. So the next day, she's like obsessed trying to figure out what the wife looks like, all of this, all of these details. And all she can think about is she doesn't have wild sex with him because of that one thing she found out. Right. When it's existed this whole time. And that, it's actually a great point to women that are like digging through phones or looking up shit. You're perfectly fine. And then when you start seeing one thing he may have said and you're just like, your mind can't stop, I think that it's going to be hard to get over. But I feel like you have to make the choice to get over it. But, you know if you're ready to break up with someone, one. And two, you're ready to know. Like, you know when you can let something go. If you need him to say certain words to you, you can ask for those words. Like, I've said plenty of times, I need you to tell me that you don't want to do this anymore.
3: And mean it when you right. tell me. If you don't, don't say it. To me, it's crazy because you just saying what you just said actually came, came – like, what came to mind is that I don't have the same sex with everybody. And so that's the thing too. Like depending on the partner, like I ain't just licking everybody ass. I'm not just sticking a finger in everybody ass. I'm not allowing just everyone to eat me out. If I, you know, if they, I allow them to, like, I'm not just riding everybody dick. I'm not riding a lot of dick. I, I made from time to time, but I'm not like it's that like, so the idea that he had a foursome without you, but yet y'all have not yet had a threesome together. You have to realize that the comfortability and not only communication about sex, but sex in the act of it, you behave differently with different people based on how comfortable they make you feel, based on the sexual chemistry that you guys have. There's These a lot of men girl- that
2: have said they don't want to have threesomes with their girlfriends. Because I, I, I think what you were saying could come off as like um, he can't let loose with you. But I think a lot of men get too in their heads. They're like, okay, I have fucked three girls that I don't really know or care about or the girl that I have a relationship with that – I don't know if I could handle the expectations. Like, threesomes are very scary for men. Bless you. Because –
3: Corona, I can sneeze bitch It's also allergy season When I sneezed in the Uber the other day I felt like he looked at me like get Bitch I ain't gonna hold you I was on the train earlier And now I got this big ass package so I got an Uber I was on the train and I was sneezing and I was like Mind you right across me are, are two Asians With masks on and I was like I should probably have a mask On too just like them they're smart because This is a fucking train and I'm literally Sitting and I'm sneezing and I'm just like These people are gonna kick me off this fucking train I was just like telling myself don't sneeze again bitch did you see the flight Bitch, i sneezed there's a united flight that i saw that because got into an argument and they had to land early somebody was because they because someone was sneezing and i'm like bitch it's allergy season mind you you know my sinuses are always fucked around this the one thing i
2: just saw you do touching your eyes so interesting well yeah this is
3: also the mask it goes into your eyes
2: more than the mask Gloves. Like, it's your hands. But you better wear goggles, too. It's the droplets from – they go into your eyes, nose, and mouth. And Brandon was telling me, like, makeup artists – he's like, when I'm training makeup artists, I always tell them you cannot touch the soft parts of the face. No inner corners of the eyes. You touch the bottom. Nothing around the nostril and nothing in the mouth. Like – that's how germs spread the fastest. So like touching, and it's hard when you have lashes because they sometimes they itch. Yeah, and watery. And I had freaking extension. Like, but I anyway, had girl, strips on. So he I'm listened kind of to the show. Shit. You listened to this show. He's definitely gonna want to talk to you
3: about it now. And I because and, and the three um any of the three girls that fucked him. Can y'all send in the story? Because we are taking hotels. So it ain't even gotta be with no questions at the end. If you had a three a foursome. Off of one of our live shows, can you please provide the details to that? Yeah, we, we I would we love to it. hear how I went, child. So
2: something that, um, actually an upcoming episode, we've got a new segment, whole confessions, whole slash whole mail, where we want you to send in our stuff. We're going to do all whole confessions. Um, and just that I found online, but I really would prefer it to be y'all. So please, those ladies. Also, I want to know what y'all look
3: like. and We ain't going to tell nobody. I, I don't care know. about what y'all look like. I got it. want to hear the stories. I, the same way. I want to see if like we ran mm-hmm. into them. The in same the way I read Zane. And when Addicted came out, although Boris Cujo was perfect, the rest of the characters didn't fit what I thought they did the same way. I still don't know if I want to see Sister Soldier's Coldest Winter Ever because Midnight, we all know what he looks like. And if you just give me a person and it's not what I envision, it's wrong. So I like to. I'll but, take Yaha. Yeah. I, I, I won't open the pictures, Wheezy will, but I just like to hear the stories. Um,
2: wow. so yeah, before I, I do have to say, I just saw a tweet come in that says secured my horrible meet and greet tickets, but not my car payment you do, baby. Damn. damn, sis. Well, damn. Well, just make sure your nigga drop you off
3: often. Well, sis. I have to
2: pee. Mandy is gonna drop our Patreon shit and our
3: merch shit and tell you about our merch at shows. Okay. All right, y'all. So I want to thank all of y'all for supporting us. Um, wait. Let me give a shout out. Hold on, cause we ain't done this in a while. So I know most of you hoes are at desks, but let me shout out the bitches who are not at desks. And we have been meeting you guys on the road. So I want to shout out to the bitches that make cars i think they work at like a warehouse or they make tires i forgot what they said they do but we see y'all sis holla at y'all shout out to y'all for for tuning into us i want to give a huge shout out to the truck drivers who are on the roads and listening to us um a few of y'all know that is the business that i am getting into shortly and i'm so excited to announce fcpw wait it's fcp trucking National that is my new business, so I'm excited I'm about to get my eighteen wheelers so shout out to the truck driver to the truck drivers and that includes fedex um the post workers. All 'all y'all hoes. And then, yeah, everyone else who just listened to us on their way to work, at their desk, during their lunch, on their way home to their children, at home. I see y'all watching us on YouTube. So, again, y'all can watch us on YouTube. Subscribe and watch us um, at Horrible Decisions on YouTube. And, yeah, so I want to give a shout out once again to all of our patrons. Y'all have been super lit. Because of y'all, we are able to provide merch at our live shows So at our live shows, you guys can get the tour merch. Um, And then if you guys are looking for other merch, we do allow those for our top tier patrons. You guys can become patrons at patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. You do have to type in the whole word because it is an 18 and up platform. Um, But yeah, go ahead and check out our Patreon. That's patreon.com backslash horrible decisions. Send in your home mail. And your hotels to horrible decisions at gmail.com. And we are gonna leave you guys with a five-minute bonus clip from one of our bonus episodes. And once again, this has been yet another episode of Horrible Decisions. Bye. <laughs> getting choked. So, like, if
2: you have a knife in your hand and I accidentally get poked, like, I don't know, it gotta be a butter knife. Round tip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so I wanna read this. This um, this is um kinkly um if you want to read more on kinks you can go to kinkly.com here they explain medical play i'm gonna read this off real quick it says medical play often involves an intimate examination wherein the dominant partner performs quasi medical procedures what the fuck is an intimate examination i don't know it it says
2: (laughs) i feel like when i was about to get plastic surgery like oh take your bra see that's what i'm saying or maybe
3: examining around the Labia of the pussy and shit and all that. Oh, stuff. that makes Maybe, more sense. You know, the no, patient it. is often. Oh, this is some shit you would like. The patient, which would be yo ho ass, is often restrained, gagged, stripped naked, or dressed in a humiliating costume. This I didn't know. So this is interesting. It says here goes the examination. The examination may involve handling of the genitals and breasts, or the insertion of objects into various crevices. The objects may be heated or frozen. To reproduce the sensations experienced during a real medical exam. I guess you're supposed to experience pain. Strap on plate is a common part of this type of examination, bitch. I think I may need to do it. <laughs> Let's go. That's the part that got I am, me excited. I,
2: I have had a thermometer up my butt when I was. What? Really well, that's how they
3: took your temperature as a baby. Bigger, like like a, a so, an adolescent?
2: So I was really high.
3: Wait, when was this? How old were you? Why are you letting niggas stick 25. Thermometers up your ass.
2: <laughs> I was really high, and I'm like, yo, this was the highest I think I'd ever been. I'm not going to tell you on what, but I was like, yo. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they know you do drugs other than weed, bro.
2: Well, whatever. So I was like, <laughs> so I was saying to him, I'm like, yo. I feel like my whole body is hot. Like I feel like I got a fever. I feel like really sick. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he was like, I, don't know. He was like well, I was like, I feel like I'm a hundred degrees. He was like, Well, I don't know because I feel really hot. And I'm like, He's like, so I can't do like a tester. I'm like, you can't do this.
3: So wait, so the ass is the only dude, place dude, you can see the thermometer. Bro? I was in
2: Miami. It's like six or seven in the morning. Oh, I walked God. to go get a thermometer, and I'm like, Yo, I don't even think so. I did it under my tongue. Uh huh. And it was a normal temperature. I'm like, I don't think that shit right. You gotta <laughs>
3: You you just didn't think under your tongue was the right temperature so you wanted it in your ass. I was
2: like, yo, I got cotton mouth. The shit probably is like not that what? It's to right. It put it up your no, ass. No, bro. That's in me. The tongue is like not that. The sweet. tongue is in you. I mean in. So anyway, <laughs> how deep did it go? So he puts it in my ass and then like I made some kind of noise and then suddenly I felt more of it in my ass and I'm like, is this turning into
3: sex? I is that what he stuck his dick in your ass after?
2: No, I mean, like, he just kept fucking me with the therm- i Dude, I'm so glad this is on the Patreon episode. Oh,
3: I'm putting this video, though, oh. for everyone to see. So, so you were getting anally fucked with a thermometer and enjoyed it. You were moaning. Oh,
1: chinkly, okay. I'm
3: what finishing. You <laughs> it says medical. I didn't <laughs> say it,
2: it, dude. It could be any. It could, if it was a toothbrush, I wouldn't have known. It's not like I enjoyed it being a thermometer. You said
3: that too quick. Do you be sticking toothbrushes to open your ass before you got the butt plug? <laughs> And then you move to a brush. Did I show you the video where the nigga was fucking his ass with the with the end of <laughs> a brush? I told you with the hairbrush. This is huge. I, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We have
3: someone looking at us Some crazy basketball
2: though. playing nigga that man he was fucking. But Don't anyway. do
3: that. So it says medical sex toys like <laughs> Wartenberg, Wills, and Speculums may enhance examination. The examination may culminate with an enema or the masturbation of the submissive patient. In more extreme cases, here we go. Medical play may involve the acting out of an anesthesia fetish. Piercing, skin stapling, or the insertion of urethra sound. Ooh, ooh. we're gonna talk about that later. I don't want to talk no, about no, no, sounding. no, 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 okay. no. The um anesthesia fetish. That's fucking someone that's passed out, no, right? No, I was reading about like people
2: using chloroform like for sex and like really enjoyed it, and it's like consensual, like chloroform, like they, they get it. No, because... bro, no. Um, one other things that we told me, like her hospital story, we got an interviewer. She said like the weirdest thing she's ever pulled out of someone. She said they, she had a girl. That was addicted to the feeling of like she was swallowing batteries and putting magnets up her ass. And apparently Wait, when the two touch, like they they draw closer to each other and it was fucking with her intestines. She said that bitch was in there four times trying to like they had to remove it from her. She was like, stop doing this. Yourself. What is the
3: show? It's called Sex in the ER or something where people like go to the ER off of crazy things that happen during I'm session. just trying to fuck a doctor that's know. it so I know you are bitch I don't even need if daddy, I gotta swallow I love... a battery for him to
2: go inside of me I will
3: ew. so and that's the kink of the week for this week guys and it has a whole lot of shit to do with Wouldn't it it be hilarious that if you like sent yourself to the yard ER and then you're like
2: what who is this bitch I want a doctor <laughs> no get him in here
3: <laughs> shit <laughs> so the horror."